Hafiday, welcome to another episode of Hearthstone Deck Tech. Today we're talking about the four decks that I suggest you use if you are trying to reach Legend in September. Um, these are slower decks to combat a slower meta. Um, if you feel like you need an aggressive deck to, to rank up, then I just um, recommend playing Odd Rogue or Odd Paladin. Those decks are still very good, or even Zoo Warlock. Just pick one one of those three uh, aggressive type of decks to start your climb. But once you start running into a lot of control decks, I think you need to switch over to one of the deck lists that I'm about to talk about. And the first deck list I'm talking about is Quest Rogue. So every deck we talk about here um, pretty much uh, excels in these slower matchups, right? So this, this is why you'd want to play them. Quest Rogue, this is a very polarizing deck because it doesn't do well versus aggressive decks. It actually does very poorly versus aggressive decks, but it does extremely well versus slower decks. It does pretty well versus Hunter. It does great versus the con slow druids. It does it just priests cannot beat this deck. Um, shamans cannot beat this deck and warriors will probably struggle a lot with this deck, right? Uh, everything else, the aggressive decks kind of trample all over this deck. Uh, the deck list is one backstab, two prep, two shadow step, two glacial shards, two stone tusk boar, one caverns below, two wax elementals, two novice engineer, two vicious scale hide, two youthful brewmasters, one fan of knives. Two Mimic Pod, one Sonia Shadow Dancer, one Zola the Gorgon, two Elven Minstrels, two Giggling Inventors, two Vanish, and one Valera the Hollow. This is Quest Rogue. Everybody knows how it works. You play the quest, play five minions with the same name. You get a spell, a five mana spell. You play that spell for the rest of the game. Your creatures are all four fours. Right? It used to be five five. Right? Um, it's crazy that this deck still exists. I. You know, and it just seems like it's gotten better with the addition of, like, Giggling Inventor. And now decklists are, are, are pretty cool because, um, you know, they use Sonya Shadow Dance. Like, Sonya is a card you want to save um, either for the end of the game. Like, you really want to get a lot of value. So if your opponent puts, like, a 4-4 four, four on board or something or a 3-4 creature and you have Sonya and some mana in hand, then you just play down Sonya and just throw, like, a bunch of charge, like, Stone Tusk Boars into the creature, because then you complete the quest like really quickly, right? It's a pretty gross type of strategy. Uh, for late game value, once you've played Valera the Hollow, since she doubles your spells, right? Or that she gives you a copy of your latest played spell, you can play a creature, then you can play Zola on the creature, then you can play the second copy of Zola on the Zola. So you have an infinite amount of resource, right? And this is why it's really good versus control decks because it kind of just you know, it, it outvalues them. Like, warriors don't have enough removal, priests don't have enough removal, like, you know, it's just a consistent line of threats, right? Um, Giggling Inventor really adds a lot to the deck, gives it some necessary bite in terms of board presence, and then you can even bounce back those things, right? So, uh, and complete the quest just as easy. I think a lot of people are using, or not, uh, some people are using Explodinator, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, I, I don't play this, this deck since I don't have the quest. 
Uh, but this is a this is public enemy number one, man. Like it's out there. I've challenged the list many times in the past couple days, um, and I've <clears throat> I've had to adjust the decks that I play to deal with it. Right. Um, so that's Quest Rogue, public enemy number one. If you're looking to beat the control decks, this is a good option. Now there are a couple more decks that I'd like to talk about. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing here. One of them is Mechathune Priest, which I've made a full episode about, and that decklist has not changed. You can go back to my previous episodes to see that decklist. I think this is a premium time to play this deck, okay? Because it is the fastest combo deck in the game, so you will beat all control decks. Quest Rogue might be challenging because, you know, maybe they can get on board way quicker than you, but it's still a very winnable matchup. A very, very winnable matchup. Um, I don't think my list has changed since I played it. Uh, actually, it has changed. We, we've added a card. Um, so it's one Circle of Healing, two Silence, two Northshire Clerics, two Power Word Shields, a Blood Mage Thanos, two Divine Hymns, two Doomsayers, Two Loot Hoarders, two Shadow Visions, two Spirit Lash, two Wild Pyros, two Acolyte of Pains, two Ticking Abomination, one Reckless Spearmanner, one Coffin Crasher, one Hemet Jungle Hunter, two Psychic Screams, and Mechathune. So just to re-explain what the how you win, you clear out your deck with Hemet, right? And then Hemet will leave you with only combo pieces and Psychic Scream. You spend your Psychic Scream on turn 7 or 8 or 9. Get rid of those cards. Then you play, in this order, Reckless Experimenter, Coffin Crasher, Ticking Abomination twice. End turn, Mechathune comes out. All creatures die, including Mechathune. You have no cards in your hand. You have no cards in your library. You win the game. It's great. Um, the faster you get Hemet, the better in control matchups. But that is not necessarily true versus aggressive matchups. The problem with Hemet is if you play Hemet on curve, if your hand already has combo pieces, let's say you play Hemet on six, right? That means from turn six through ten, you have to live. You have to survive. So usually it's a good strategy to make sure that you have things to do in between those turns. Now, two of those turns you don't have to worry about because you just have Psychic Scream. But those other uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, those other two turns, you do need to figure out what you're going to do. Um, so that's that's one of the things about the deck. But it is a it's a very fun deck to play um, versus control. I suggest you mulligan very heavily for Hemet versus aggro. I suggest you mulligan very heavily for Wild Pyro, Doomsayer, Loot Hoarder, and Blood Mage. Uh, you want those early game drops to contest the board a little bit. And Pyro just really, really does work versus decks like Odd Paladin. Single-handedly destroys that deck. Um, this deck is sick. This is sick. Um, don't be fooled by what I think like places like... You know, I don't, I don't want to call out Vicious Syndicate on it because they do... It is a great resource. But Megaton Priest is severely underrated. Okay, it is the fastest combo deck in the game, and it will beat all the prominent decks on ladder right now outside of the very, very aggressive ones. 
Okay. No one is playing the counters to this anymore. No one is playing secret mage. No one is playing demonic project. Like those cards don't exist anymore. Like, unfortunately, you know, and, and maybe by playing Mechathune, they will be reintroduced to the ladder. But for now, everyone's trying to fight a uh, quest rogue, um, a Mali druid. And this deck does relatively well against quest rogue. And it does very well against all of those other slower decks. It is the best slow deck in the game. So, um, you know, obviously play it. I, I think it's really good. It's underrated. People just write it off as a fun deck and it's, it is a fun deck, but it also happens to be just extremely, extremely good. Don't take my word for it. you can check, um, the multiple people on Twitter who have played this from rank five to legend. It's, it's definitely a good deck. It's worth trying. So those are two of the four decks and we have two more decks. Um, and this one is one I've been playing yesterday and it's Mechathune Control Warrior. This is just Fibonacci's list. I have not changed any cards because, hey, Fibonacci is the best warrior player uh, ever. So if he says this is the list, this is the list, okay? Uh, it runs two Inner Rage, two Eternium Rovers, two Shield Slams, one Town Crier, one Whirlwind, two Battle Rage, two Warpaths, one Weapons Project, two Acolyte of Pain, two Shield Blocks, two Blood Razors, one Militia Commander, one Brawl, two Dynomatic, one Harrison Jones, one Ziliax, one Dr. Boom, the Mad Genius, one Scourge Lord Garrosh, one Maligos, the Boom Ship, and Mechathune. That's like that list. You're looking at it, and I know you're telling yourselves, like, how do you get Mechathune to activate with that list? And there are a number of ways. So I'll go through some of the common ways right here. Uh, one way is you have a bunch of armor. You've played out Maligos. You've played out all your cards in your deck. Uh, and you go Boom Ship to play out Mechathune from your hand. And then you use Shield Slam on the Mechathune, right? Uh, that is the obviously the most simple one to see. But the, this is also the, one of the most difficult ones to do. Because there are a few times where you're going to be able to play Maligos from your hand. And feel the value of that. Like this, you know, really Maligos is for another is for another Mechathune combo. Um, so anyway, that's the first way. The second way is you waste most of the cards in your deck, but you somehow have Maligos, Mechathune, Boom Ship, and you know whatever in your hand. Um, but you need two Inner Rages, you need the Whirlwind, you need Maligos, you need Boom Ship, and you need Mechathune. So what happens is no cards left in the deck, no. Uh, these are the only cards in your hand. Uh, you can have one more creature, but so you go boom ship. It throws out Maligos, Mechathune, and whatever creatures you have, whatever third creature you have in your in your hand. Uh, then you put Inner Rage on the Maligos, Inner Rage on the Mechathune. That does six damage to both of those. Uh, then you play Whirlwind with the one remaining mana. Does six damage to everything on board. Kills off your Maligos, kills off your Mechathune. You have no cards in your library. You have no cards in your hand, and you win the game. And I've used this route to victory many, many times. But I've also used many other routes similar to this. Um, like sometimes I played Maligos just as a tempo play. They've killed Maligos. Um, but, you know, once it gets really late in the game, I, I already have Dr. Boom up. So all my mechs have Rush. And then I, you know, I play Boom Ship taking out Mechathun, 
attacking into my opponent's poisonous creature or, you know, just attacking and, and attacking down with a big 10-10 that, uh, you know, unfortunately my opponent has to kill. And since they have to kill it and they have no cards on hand, they lose. So the deck is is good. Now, it is not the premier warrior deck on ladder right now. That goes to Odd Warrior, right? People like the armor, they like the removal, and it's great. You have Brawl, you have Reckless Flurries in those decks. What this deck does is win the mirror. So if you think the the ladder is flooded with those types of decks, um, this is another good pick because this fights against aggro relatively, like very well, actually. You have a lot of clears. You have a lot of whirlwind effects. You got war, double warpath. You know, you got Eternium Rover to add, like, armor. Like, you, you got good options. The deck is good, okay? Um, and it just has that slight advantage in the in versus other control decks because you have a Mechathune win condition, right? Now, I don't think it's as good in terms of getting that win condition as Priest, but its defensive tools and synergy are great. You know, you have the Dr. Boom, so it's got synergy with the mechs you play, like um, Dynomatic and Zilliax. You have the Town Crier to pull out Zilliax and also pull out Militia Commander. Like, there's just good synergy. The weakest card to me in the list is Scourge Lord Garrosh because, honestly, you much prefer the Dr. Boom hero power, but the weapon is just so good. But I, I like, honestly, I think Scour like Scourge Lord Garrosh, like, the weapon is just so incredible. But um, I, I much rather have Dr. Boom as the hero, the last hero power that I have. But, you know, like, you got to make do with what, what you have, I guess. So it's it's up in the air on, like, how the best way to play that. I think that card can be replaced, though. Like, I would even replace it with, like, an Execute or something or a second Brawl or whatever. Like, it it feels like the weakest card to me. Um, but, yeah, that's that deck. It's Fibonacci's list. I played that yesterday for an hour and a half, and I went from, like, rank four to rank three with, like, one loss. So um, I like it. And I actually beat a bunch of quest ropes, which is surprising. Like, I think that matchup is still very difficult. Um, I lost to one quest rogue, but I was able to beat two other quest rogues. So, you know, I feel that's relatively, that that's pretty good. You know, that's, that's pretty awesome. Another synergy you might not see is Weapons Project, which is the two-mana spell that gives each player two, three weapons and they gain six armor. It's a great way to get quick armor. And you use that to get rid of, like, your opponent's twig or whatever. Or, like, a Alaneth or a Skull of Minari, like, whatever. Or, a, or some Paladin weapon, like Vine Cleaver. And then you can play Harrison Jones. Like, even if they don't have weapons in their deck, you can just play Harrison Jones after Weapons Project to draw three more cards. And that's what this deck wants to do. It wants to, it doesn't want to hold on to cards, okay? You, you want to be pretty, uh, assertive and aggressive with using and liberal with using your resources. You really want to go ahead and just spend the cards when you can. Like if they're, if they do good things, then <clears throat> let them free, man. Don't, don't hold them back. So that's the third deck. And the last deck that I want to talk about is Togwaggle Druid. So for most of the season, I've been playing Mali Togwaggle, like a hybrid build of Maligos plus Togwaggle. Um, but I've never really liked Maligos. I, I've never really liked how you are very predicated on 
saving some spells to get much of the damage from it. Because then, without the Manly Ghost, those spells seem weak, right? Like Moonfire, it's, just, it's not as good. Um, and I've always liked Togwoggle as a win condition. I think it's uh, it's just nicer. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. I just really enjoy uh, the win condition of your opponent not having his deck anymore. I think it's good. But that becomes pretty predicated on making sure that you draw more cards than your opponent. Like that, I think that's one of the things about Togwago. You always have to control the board like as well as you can, and at the same time also draw through most of your deck, so that when you play Togwago, the effect is pretty strong. Um, so this is the list that Sipui played to rank one legend, and Sipui's a super good player. Like he's a really really good wild player, and apparently he's a pretty good standard player. Um, it's two Lesser Jasper Spellstones, two Naturalized, two Wild Growth, two Ferocious Howl, two Mind Control Tech, two Branching Paths, Flabidinous Flute, two Swipe, Twig of the World Tree, two Arcane Tyrant, two Giggling Inventor, two Nourish, two Spreading Plague, one Azalina Soul Thief, one Dream Petal Flores, Malfuria on the Pestilent, King Togwago, and two Ultimate Infestations. <clears throat> Lunch, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the deck list in a nutshell. Uh, cards that I I think are weird in it, it's like Malfury and the Pestilent. I, I actually don't like those in Togwoggle lists because, like, that's a thing that you don't want your opponent to have. You know, you don't want to give your mouth, your opponent a Malfury. You can give your opponent a UI. It doesn't really matter. Or even a Giggling Inventor. But Malfurion, the Death Knight, is just so valuable for you. And it's, you know, it's obviously going to be very valuable for them. It could be a win condition for them. So um, that's my only thing I don't like. But at the same time, I mean, it's just such a good card, right? Uh, the deck has a lot of uh, resilience, resiliency. Flabidinous Flute, you know, can act as a second copy of Togwoggle. Uh, or second copy of Azelina, you know, or second Dream Petal Floris. Like, you know, it's just a really, really good Druid card. Dream Petal Floris is now, you know, that card that just makes sure the combo works. You know, a card that I really do want to try out these lists is Juicy Psych Melon. I don't know if the deck has the room for that, but it would be a good option because, you know, you can pull out either Azelina or the Floris. And a Togwago. And then you can use it to discount one of those cards. So um, that's a card that I might be trying to try out in the list. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is a great deck to play versus all those slow control decks. Like uh, Togwago is the win condition versus control uh, versus Odd Warrior. Like, you know, that deck struggles uh, with this especially if you get it out before the Dr. Boom, which is why I like Juicy Psych Melon, by the way, because, you know, just the faster you can get to, to playing the combo, right? Um, yeah, I, th I think this deck is good. It's well-positioned. It has double mind control tech, so... No. It has double mind control tech, so that's really good versus aggressive decks, you know, especially with a meta that has, like, giggling inventors and that freaking zoo card, the 
copying imp or whatever it is that imp that makes two copies like you know it's it's a good meta to have a double mind control tech uh, and Togwoggle is just just one of those decks that you know when the meta game is right for it it's the right deck to play and I think this is right for it now is the time to play this and not to play Maligos so Yep, those are the decks. Those are the decks. So just to recap, we talked about Quest Rogue, <clears throat> Mechathune Priest, Mechathune Warrior, and Togwoggle Druid. And once again, like I said, you know, if you're looking for an aggressive deck, like just to rank quickly or, you know, you feel like uh, the meta isn't as uh, control heavy as I think it, I predict it to be. Then just run, you know, Zoo Lock. Uh, uh, run Zoo Lock, run Odd Rogue, run Odd Paladin. You know, just stick with the three obvious choices there. Like there are Cube Hunter, like Cube Hunter, something you could run, Secret Hunter. Those are all cool decks. But, uh, you know, I just think go hyper aggressive or go really anti control, uh, which is combo, right, basically. So. Uh, yep, those are the decks. That's what I suggest you try out in September. You know, let me know how those work out for you or let me know if something else is working out uh, better for you. And have fun playing, as always. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. You can follow me at twitter.com slash HS, Or you can catch my games on Twitch. I've been streaming a lot more Hearthstone lately. Uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash I'll catch you guys next time.